on today's episode of Gathering the Kings. Anything you want in life, it's already yours. All you got to do is reach out. And that's been a big part of my life is thing that I want or perceive that I want. I speak it into existence. I go out there and get it. You are listening to Gathering the Kings with Chaz Wolf, featuring fellow seven, eight, and even nine figure business owners who have real battle scars from business and life, but have prevailed as the king that they are designed to be. We welcome high-performing entrepreneurs to the stage in order to reveal the real of the real on what it takes to build a successful business today. We dissect the good and bad decisions they've made along the way that give a true and accurate picture of the journey of success and how you too can get there. Through this dialogue, you will learn the value of growing your network and surrounding yourself with power players and kings like today's guest. Grab your pen and notebook because we're about to dive in. What's up, everybody? I'm Chaz Wolf, Gathering the Kings podcast. Today, I've got Matthew Stone, a fellow Kansas Cityan, here on the pod. My brother, how you doing? Good, man. Good. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. I'm glad that you're here. You know, this is it's funny. I always men- mention when I have a fellow Kansas Cityan here on the pod that I've got to really start doing some of these in person because, gosh, now we've had probably... 10, 15, maybe even 20 guests now from Kansas City. So I really need to start doing some of these in person and, and maybe even bringing the Kansas City guests together. Maybe we can do a little event or something, but I'm no, glad that you're here, man. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. You were just, uh, you were just telling me in the, you know, in the beautiful fall weather here in Kansas City that we're having that you got six crews out there banging it out today. You've got a great business. I love where you're headed. I'm, I'm anxious to hear your story. Tell us what kind of business that you have, what kind, of, what kind of service you provide. We have a, a construction business. We like to focus on roofs, but uh, more so lately, we've been doing a lot of rebuilds, new construction, flooring, cabinets, all types of remodels. Uh, we work for uh, larger companies uh, in order to get insurance restoration done for them and uh, moving into to larger projects. And and eventually, I'd like to do customs home, custom homes. So. That's incredible. You got a little bit of a vision there. So maybe we'll jump into that. Before we jump into like how you got started and maybe the the journey a little bit here, I want to know, I mean, gosh, you said you got 23 guys out out working today. That means you got a you got a good cooking business. Yes, sir. Why yes, are sir. you pushing so hard? Why why at this level? I mean, you you've achieved some success. You're sitting in a nice truck. Oh, you know, what what's the motivation now? What are, what are you really after? My family, you know, more than anything and and um God as well. You know, I know, I know God wants us to work every day and, and I pride myself that, that we're a faith-based business. And so we always do the right thing. And, uh, you know, my children motivate me. I, I want them to always be able to say, uh, dad made it happen. And that's my biggest motivation for sure. Yeah. That's awesome, man. I just so appreciate, um, you know, I don't know, just there's something different when you have little ones to, to, to take care of. It doesn't mean that someone doesn't, have that they don't know what motivation is that's not what i mean necessarily right. i just mean that man it's another level isn't it to know that like someone else's life is literally being built by you <laughs> yes exactly and you know i i really like to point out things we've done around the city and and i have i have daughters and so getting them interested in construction has been has been difficult but they're really taking an interest more so lately some of the projects that we've done uh are, are impressive and, and uh, I want them to take the business over one day. And so really, really pushing for them to get interested in what we do. That's awesome. How old are they? How old, how old are the daughters? I have a 14 year old. She'll be 15 in November okay. and uh, an eight year old. She just turned eight September 15th. So that's awesome. I've got, I've got my older two daughters, eight and six. And so I'm just a couple of years behind you in that, but, yeah. but you're right. You know, preparing them for, for leadership, for business, 
construction even. You'll have to have them go back and listen to a couple of the other shows here on Gathering the Kings because we've had some lady bosses, man. We've had some some ladies come in and and know exactly what they're doing. So that should be some encouragement to really all the ladies out there, but the, but the daughters that we're trying to raise up, man. I think there's something special about that as well. Absolutely. I agree. And women in this business, they, they really do well. And I encourage all women to, you know, go, go away from the standard, you know, or, or what's tradition and, and maybe get into construction and, and they, they kick butt for sure. Yeah, that's right. Well, I want to know, was this your first business? If it was, how did you get started? Was there something before here? Like how did entrepreneurship find you? Basically I, I fell into it. My buddy, he owned a roofing company and and he so happened to need a loan. I was just getting out of college and, and I had a little bit of money saved up and he needed a loan for a roof. And I loaned him the money. The next day I doubled my money. And so two weeks later, I quit my, quit my full-time job and, and went into roof sales. And so it's, it's, it's been amazing ever since. I've had some stumbles and, and some troubles along the way, but I found my past. Now I'm, I'm 39 years old. So, you know, uh, playtime is over and I'm really putting everything I have into this business. So. It's yeah, it sounds like it, you know, it's like all chips in yeah. kind of a mindset. And so I want to know how you got there. Be I guess what what was in that moment there when when you you made the investment, you obviously got your money back. That was exciting, I'm sure. sure. But what was it was it the sales, was it roofing, was it construction? Like what draw what drew you in really? More than anything, it was the people. You know, I was doing a lot of door knocking and and yeah. meeting people and 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 I enjoy talking to people and and uh, more than anything else, I enjoy getting to know good people. And yeah. a lot of people that I would run into that they were that type of people. And, and that's basically what we do. You know, we, we meet people, we help them in, in some way or another, and make our cities more beautiful, which is really amazing part of the job. And, and yeah. so uh, that, that's, I, I love everything about it. That's cool, man. That I, my, my two partners, in my fix and flip business, we say the same thing. It's like this, there's this power in renovating or restoring, yeah. right? When you store, when you bring something back to how it once was or make something livable again, or make it beautiful, there's yes, value sir. in that. When people can live in a home that couldn't be lived in before, when it just was like, oh, this was built in 1914 or 1962 even, or whatever, and we exactly. make it beautiful, people... They're, they're a lot, like everything around in their lives now have a shining, you know, like uh, energy to it, you know, when that, when that space is beautiful. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, it's, it's just amazing feeling when you're working hard and, and uh, end result is always, is always positive and right. not, not too many difficult moments when you're making somebody happy. So sure. Understood. All right. Let's get into some tacticals here. I want to know you know, maybe early on, I know you've been in business for over a decade and, and approaching two, but early on, you know, before you had it all figured out, let's say, <laughs> what was a good decision that you made back then? Well, one of the best decisions I made, you know, the money that I was making, put, putting it towards the business, you know, instead of buying nice things. And one of my guys is asking me a favor here, but instead of buying nice things, you know, I, I bought the same 10 shirts and, and would wear them continuously and, and, had my business shirts made so I could wear those. And I think to put reinvesting money back into the business, that's one of the better decisions I've made for sure. Yeah. Give us some ideas there. Cause obviously that's, that's uh that's a principle. I love that. I love reinvesting. Obviously there's a, there's a, there's a, a consumption principle there of just don't burn it all. Like 
hold some, save some, put some to good action in the business? What were some of those things that you spent money on or invested in in the business early on? Just equipment, dump trailers, truck. I have a general manager, so I got him a vehicle as well. You know, it made more more sense to, to invest money in the people around me that are helping me. It's been myself, which is also investing in my business by by helping sure. the people help me. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously, each one of those things, even the equipment piece of it, really uh, just allows your guys or team to be able to do their their job at a higher level. So it's still investing, you know, in those pieces. How do you know, or for the guy listening right now, who's who's not at your level, he's maybe where you were years ago, and he's thinking about investing, you know, in a general manager, or he's thinking about investing in in a a couple extra pieces of equipment. But he's nervous. He's scared. Like, what would you say to that guy? I would tell him, go go for it, man. You, you live once and probability of, of success is low, but I would rather try and, and fail than, than have never tried at all. You know, no regrets. Anything you want in life, it's already yours. All you got to do is reach out and grab it. And that's been a big part of my life is, is saying that, 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 I, that I want or perceive that I want. I speak it into existence. I go out there and get it. I hustle every day. There's not a day that I don't do some sort of work. and and even on Sundays, you know, and, and I try to stay away from work on Sundays. You know, I go to church, but, you know, I, I'm always having somebody call me. But like I said, whatever you want, it's already yours. All you got to do is hustle to get it, you know, hard work. Yeah. Yep. 100%. Okay. Very good. Well, we're, let's flip the coin. Hey, Chaz Wolf here. As many of you know, I have been on an absolute mission to help entrepreneurs from all across the country in many different industries level up their game and grow their business and intentionally connect with other entrepreneurs. We do that obviously through the podcast, but we also, have a peer-to-peer -peer mastermind group specifically for seven to nine-figure business owners. We are bringing some of the best and most successful entrepreneurs and minds together in a regular and super intentional way to not only grow our network, but to be able to leverage. And at a certain point in business, success becomes about leverage, leveraging time, leveraging resources, leveraging key relationships. This is exactly what we're doing inside of the peer-to-peer -peer mastermind group called Gathering the Kings, specifically for seven to nine-figure business owners. So if that's you, if you're ready to level up your seven to nine-figure business even to the next level and get around other big hitters just like you, I want you to go to gatheringthekings.com, fill out a short application, and uh, it'll come to an application uh, call with me, and I want to chat with you to see if it might be a good fit. Talk soon. And what about a bad decision? Something you did early on that was just catastrophic almost. Well, I kept, you know, I kept, I kept my heart in it. You know, I'm, I'm a good natured person. And, and so I like to give people opportunities. And so mm -hmm. some of the people that were working for me, uh, they were slacking off and, and, and not taking accountability for their actions. And, and uh, me being the type of person I am, I always gave an extra chance. And um, now that I've had some experience under my belt, I've, I've stopped that. So either you're going to show up for work on time and every day or you're not going to be a part of this team. And, and one of the mistakes that, that I, that I stay clear from now, but it could have cost me a lot more than it did. And yeah. so definitely level-headed in, in that fashion. This is how I make my living. And, and, um, you know, if, if you're working for me, it's how you make your living. So, so I expect you to take it as serious as I do. Yeah. And, and I guess that you partially answered my, by my follow-up question by, by saying that like the mindset of taking it seriously how how do you either find people who who agree with you in that, or how do you train someone to think like you do in that? That it would take it so seriously that it wouldn't be flip it, that it wouldn't be just ah oh, maybe I'll come today, maybe I won't, maybe I don't feel so great. 
Um, so, so my uh, project leads, my, my foreman, they're much, as much as invested as in these jobs as I am, because they're now hiring the people. I don't, I don't have to hire anyone. They bring the guys on and, and I make sure that they do that consistently. And I, I talk to just a few guys that, that lead the crews and, and, and that's, that's an advantage for me. And it's an advantage for them that, you know, I, I talk to them and they talk to their people and, and everything works out, you know, to, to our benefits. So. Yeah, hundred percent. And so you personally having a high standard, I'm kind of going to recap here for the listener. You personally have a high standard. You yes, work sir. with, you know, the folks that are near you. In this case, it's a couple of foremen. You keep the high standard with them. They keep the high standard with their folks. Yes, it's sir. It's a trickle effect. Yes, so sir. When you, when you have somebody that's sticking out like a sore thumb, they they don't agree or they don't want to show up or, I mean, what happens? You just say, just don't come back tomorrow or, or was there a what? process? What do you, what do you do? Oh. Well, that's the thing, you know, I, I talk to, I talk to my foreman and I say, Hey, this guy, you, you know, because oftentimes my foreman are on other jobs and, and the jobs I happen to show up on to a monitor or, or, or get a good look, make sure everything's going well. I have had guys that are slacking off or, or guys that are not doing the job correctly. And, and I address that with him. And it's very often I don't see that guy ever again. And so I, I know that, that my foreman take their job just as serious because of that fact. And, and I, and you know, I hate that, you know, if, if somebody's lost their job for simple mistakes, but I'm not going to call my foreman for, for simple mistakes. You know, yeah. it's something that, that needs to be addressed right away. So sure. um, definitely. Got it. I love the standard. I love the, uh, the process there. I want to know <clears throat> around decision making. That's what we've kind of been, you know, kicking back and forth here. Sure. You're 15 years into business. What what secret sauce do you have around making decisions now? I, you know, I, I got a good group of people. And so before before I take a job, you know, the crew that that I have in mind to hire to hire, we always take a look at the job together. Um, you know, you know, if it's in our best interest to take the job for 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 you know for our business, for the for the company, we'll make that decision together. So everybody around me performs in those decisions and I'm not just taking jobs to work, you know, we're taking jobs to make, make profit and also jobs that are going to excel our business, you know, make, make, make us look great. That's, I mean, the, the, the task, you know, so yeah. <laughs> so a little bit of like the determining ahead, does this make sense for us? Does it put us in the best light? Can we provide the service that we're saying that we say exactly. we're going to provide? Exactly. Yes. You said, you said it way better than I did. Definitely. <laughs> That's all right. It's all good. Anything that you would think around, you know, again, going back, like, let's say going back 10, 12 years in your business. And and I'm sure you can remember just, you know, wearing too many hats, you're overwhelmed, you're stressed, being up late at night. And it feels like all these decisions that we got to make, you know, what would you say to that guy who's listening right now, just looking for a drip of something? Just hang on. Just hang on. It's going to get better. You know, uh, man, I, I used to dream about about being where I am right now, you know. And I didn't think it would take this long. It, it has. And I, I pride myself in the fact that every step that I've taken has been a, a, a memorable moment in my life and in my business. You know, I've, I've needed to take this long to get, get here, obviously. And I've learned a lot of lessons along the way. And, and I've, I've, I've lasted a while because I've been persistent, you know, and I never, I never gave up and, and I never will give up. This is, this is my life. Good, man. I love the persistence. Think and Grow Rich highlights highlights persistence as one of the key factors. I talk about it a lot as well. So thanks for bringing that up. It's incredible. We're going to switch sure. over to the speed round. I got a couple of questions here, different angle. Go a little bit more tactical here on this first one. Right. Obviously, there's a lot to track in your business. 
a lot going sure. on. There's sales, there's marketing, there's guys, there's customer satisfaction, there's reviews. If you can only pick one thing to track forever and ever and ever, if you could just pick the one, what would it be? Customer satisfaction. Okay. Are, 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 are my customers happy at the end of the jobs? And I think that's, that's a, a factor, right? <laughs> yeah. How do you track it? Or what do you, what would you suggest for the person right now who, who's, you know, at that six figure mark, how do, how would they track it? How would they press into that? Just, just, you know, make sure that, that you follow up with your customers, you know, a week, uh, two weeks, whether it be a month cards at Thanksgiving cards at, at Christmas, just let them know that you remember them. And that's a good way to keep those clients coming back for, for, for more jobs. And, and also to, um, suggest you to other uh, to other uh, friends family that they may might have that that need work so i think customer satisfaction is the the key to success um um if somebody's unhappy or, or angry about a job you've done they're not going to suggest you to a friend so that's the that's the key part of of, of my business is, is keeping the customers happy yeah love that okay next question is what book would you recommend for a six-figure business owner to read rich dad poor dad okay Give us your, give us your takeaway from that book that you, that you love so much. Just, just having several avenues to success, not, not just putting all your eggs in one basket, making sure that your, your financials are in line with your goals. And so if you need a loan, take a loan. If, if you don't need a loan, we've never gotten a loan in, in this business. And that's, that's been, that's been amazing for us, but, um, you know, just, just set your sights for success and, and don't give up. Yeah. Love that. Okay. What would you do or how would you use only one hour each week to operate your business? If you only had one hour each week, what would you do in that hour to successfully still run your business? Call, call all my foreman and, and make sure everything is going well throughout the job processes and, and also making sure my books are straight and my material guys are paid because those are, those are really important aspects in, in my business for sure. That's awesome, man. You're so, you're so direct, straightforward, just boom, boom, boom. Give me great answers. I appreciate it. So my next question is, do you intentionally, or what do you think about intentionally networking or masterminding with other entrepreneurs? I've been, I've been a part of a few groups that have been uh, successful for us. Wonderful idea. If you find some time in your schedule, definitely, if, if you're in, in the six-figure range, find some time to find, to find those groups that'll, that'll align with your goals. And it's been, it's been successful for us. And I encourage that to, to anybody who wants to have success. Yeah. What have you gotten from something like that? I mean, it sounds like you, you've gotten some, some tactics there. What, what, what's, what's your oh, go-to well, for uh, that? I'm in a, I'm in a particular now that, that suggests my company on social media. So we meet a month or I haven't been in two months, but however, you know, we, our plan is to meet once a month and, and go over our, our businesses and just talk to each other and network as far as uh, getting more businesses concerned. And then those people suggest your business on, on Facebook, whether it be the bridge real estate group or Kansas city contractors or things like that. So uh, it's been, it's been huge success for, for our business. And, and I would encourage any business to do those things for sure. Yeah, that's awesome. I appreciate the the perspective there. I think that uh, networking yeah. is a huge opportunity, especially in the, in the earlier years, like you're saying for referrals. Oh, yeah. And getting with people that need your service that you can you can be the go to for them and for their clients even that's that's a great way to uh, very organically grow the business for sure. I've got I've got one last question here for you, and it's if you could go back, and let's say fifteen years ago you're just starting your business, and you whisper in the younger Matthew's ear, what do you what do you whisper? Faith. Find your faith, Mac. 
for sure, because I, you know, I was lost for a while, you know, and I would definitely tell, tell younger Matthew to, to believe in God and, and believe in himself and, you know, put perspective on everything in life and, and just faith. Yeah, it's good, man. It's good. How can the listener find you, Matthew? You can contact us at kingdomcontracting.co. That's our website. My phone number is 816-299-7332. You can also email me at kingdomcontractingkc at gmail.com. I'm, I'm open to uh, take any phone calls for business or or for advice or, or anything. So Yeah, open-minded and and obviously just a great guy. Just really appreciate you uh, even throwing out the number there for people to be able to reach out to you. Of course, if you're listening and you're in Kansas City and you need a you need a great contractor, of course, you can reach out. But in all seriousness, Matthew, you've been incredible. You know, I only, every now and then I get a guy like you that's just super, just bullet point, boom, 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 boom. We've made this one of the fastest recordings. It's great. I love it. Nice. Um, but, but here's the reality is that there's business to be had. You've obviously got a great journey. Thank you for sharing the vulnerability pieces of that, the decision-making. I, I know that whoever was listening today, if they took notes, they paid attention, that they can go do it. I love how you said, just hold on, be persistent. That was my takeaway from you here today. So we appreciate you being here. Blessings sure. to you, your family, your team, your business. Thanks for being thank, here. Thank you. God bless you, Chaz. Thank you for listening to Gathering the Kings today. I hope that you were able to pull out a few nuggets to go apply into your business right away. More importantly, though, I hope that you're realizing that it takes more to be successful than just being by yourself, doing it all on your own, carrying the weight all by yourself. What I have realized, not only in my own journey from multiple businesses and multiple different industries, and now interviewing over two or 300 other very successful seven, eight, and nine-figure business owners, is that it's tough to do it alone. And so Gathering the Kings exists to bring together successful entrepreneurs. In fact, we are putting together 1,000 kings, specifically who are grateful, but not done. We're intentionally assembling kings who fight tooth and nail for their business, family, and communities. And here's what we believe, that in the pursuit of excellence in those areas, that it ignites within us the responsibility to govern power and forge a lasting legacy. So if that relates and, and resonates with you, and you know that you need people around you, sharp, qualified, other very successful business owners, I want you to go to gatheringthekings.com. I want you to take a look at what we're doing and see if it makes sense for you to be part of our pursuit to 1,000 Kings. Talk soon.